Check one, check two. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Plugged In Podcast. Man, I I, I am so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry uh, for not maintaining a schedule. Um, it has been absolutely insane. It's been crazy around here, and uh, man, I, I'm... I'm excited to get back into this, but also understanding that uh, the summer only gets busier from here. So I, I'm going to try to maintain some kind of a schedule. Um, I'm going to try to maintain some kind of uh, uh, release date. Uh, I don't know what that's going to look like just yet, but you know what? We're going to be here and we're going to do this today and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens after this. And man, um, I told some people last night. I love to share kind of from my heart and, and what God's doing in my life and what he's teaching me. And uh, I love to use that and, and share that with other people and hope that uh, what God spoke to me, he uses as a word for somebody else. So um, a couple of uh, a couple days ago, I was on Instagram and I was watching this video and it popped up on my reels and uh, I, I saw a worship leader and she was doing some kind of a, a talk or something. She was doing something. And um, she said something in that video that really has stuck with me. And it's been on my mind and on my heart ever since. And typically when that happens, um, if you guys know anything about me, you know that like I, I just got to gotta say it. I got to say what's on my heart, what's on my mind. And uh, I, I got to speak that out into, into the world and in the atmosphere. So, um, man, this has just been laid on my heart. And as I was watching this video, a little background for you guys. In this video, uh, this worship leader, she was sitting in front of the stage at her church and, and she turned around and she pointed at the stage and she said, this is not your calling and it never will be your calling. Um, and she said, the only thing that is your calling is him talking about a relationship with Jesus Christ. And man, that first part of that video, there's lots of other parts of that video. I could take each part of that video and kind of dissect it and go from there. Um, but that has really stuck with me. Um, and especially as somebody who's in full-time ministry, uh, oftentimes I get caught up in, in saying that my calling is to ministry. And yes, my calling is to ministry. All of our callings are to ministry in some way. Um, but where does that calling come from? Where does that calling originate from? And that's kind of the heart of this whole thing is um, where is your calling coming from? Is it a calling just to do something so that you can be noticed? Or is it a calling because you have a relationship with Jesus and you know that your command is to do something for him and his kingdom because of the calling on your life. Um, and I, I love the, the idea of, not the idea, the truth. I love the truth of living out your calling because of your relationship with Jesus. Oftentimes we focus too much on our position um, when it comes to serving in a ministry and not enough on how we got there in the first place. Look, our relationship with Jesus is our calling. No matter what else is pulling you in this life, even if it's a great thing that's pulling you, like serving on a worship team or serving on a Sunday morning or in kids ministry or, or doing whatever it is that you're doing to serve the Lord and to build the kingdom on this earth, whatever it is, that's not your calling. That is purely the overflow of your relationship with Jesus pushing you to go out and to do something. 
See, it, it doesn't matter what's pulling us. Nothing is ever going to compare to our relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think that's so important uh, for us to remember um, the, the origin story of who we are and why we do what we do. If, if you call yourself a Christian, if you're listening to this and you call yourself a Christian, then the essential part of what you do every single day is your relationship with Jesus. That is ground zero. It always will be ground zero. That's where it all starts. And if you're doing something, if you're proclaiming that you're doing something in the name of Jesus and you're, you're out, you're ministering, you're witnessing to your friends, you're, you're talking to your coworkers, you're serving in your church, you're doing whatever, if that is what you're doing and you claim that that is your calling, my question is, did it come from your relationship with Jesus? Why are you doing that? I think that's the big question here is is why? Why are we doing what we're doing? Every single day, we have to depend upon our relationship with Jesus. That is our ultimate why. That's why we do what we do every single day. Every part of our existence, it has to ride on being in the presence of Jesus Christ. On Sunday mornings, we've been going through this awesome series called Guiding Light and, and talking about um, just the Holy Spirit and and what the Holy Spirit does, who He is, how He acts, how He moves on this earth and in our lives every single day. Um, and sometimes we forget to just rest in the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, He was promised to us. When Jesus left this earth, um, the Holy Spirit was promised to us that, that He would stay here, that he would be with us, that he would dwell within us. And I think that's so important for us to remember uh, because the Holy Spirit, when he rests with us, he he's with us. He is inside of us. He lives within us. And if we want to see the movement of God, if we want to see his provision, his miracles happen in this life, we must first be in the presence of his Holy Spirit. And that's so important because if we if we don't first focus on getting in God's presence ourselves, then we have nothing to give. I say all the time, you know, you, you can't give away what you don't have. And you can't, like, manufacture the presence of God. The only way that the presence of God is going to show up and the only way that he's going to use you is if you're in his presence first. If you rest in the presence of God... His presence is going to flow through your life, and everything that you do is going to be the effect of what God has done inside of your heart. And I think that's super important for us to remember that we live in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and we act, and we move, and we do things because of His presence. See, we have this like thing that happens in our lives. In Romans chapter 12, um, Paul writes to the Romans and he tells them to present their bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Some translations say holy and acceptable to God. And I, I love that verse because it really puts worship into a different perspective for us. A lot of times we think of worship as just singing songs on a Sunday morning um, when the reality is that worship is a whole lot more than that. Worship is the way that you live your life every single day. In Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. Do you notice what came first? 
in that second verse, what came first? It says, don't be transformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that after your mind has been transformed, after you have been transformed yourself so that you can discern what is the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God, only after your life has been changed can you start to move and work and operate in the presence of the Holy Spirit. See, our worship and our service, no matter what we're doing for the kingdom of God, it should always flow from our relationship with Jesus. We have to live from the overflow of the Holy Spirit filling us up every single day. Kind of the mantra of our youth group over the last, I don't know, six or so months has been uh, to stir it up. And God's really done some amazing things through that, and it's really uh, broken down some barriers when it comes to how the Holy Spirit is moving in our lives. When, when we say stir it up, we mean that whatever God is doing in your life, fan the flame. Whatever spark He has ignited inside of you, fan the flame. Continue to lean on the Holy Spirit each and every day. And I pray, I pray that we would be filled up with His Holy Spirit. Yes, we want Him to stir us up and, and to move us out and to... to make us effective for his kingdom in this world, not to be transformed by the patterns of this world, uh, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds each and every day. Um, But in order for us to be stirred up, we have to be filled up first. We got to be filled up with the Holy Spirit each and every single day. Everything we do for him has got to flow from our relationship with him. I'll say that one more time. Everything we do for him has to flow from our relationship with him. Man, as I was reading uh, uh, some passages of scripture on this uh, very topic and and thinking about this, uh, I came across Psalm 23. And I say came across like it's the first time I've ever read it. Man, I've heard this this passage of scripture my whole life. And, and it's so cool to see just how the Spirit of God moves. And uh, this passage does just that. It, it shows kind of the example of what is happening in the presence of God. When David is in the presence of God, here's what he says. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I'll dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. And I love that passage of Scripture because David is talking about how God is continually filling him up and how what he does in his life is overflow um, because of how God has filled him up. Um, I I love that verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And I, I think so many times we get uh, we get very confused with um, anointing from God. We get confused with the anointing of God and his presence living inside of us and just busy work. See, there's a lot of people who are busy in the kingdom of God, but they're not anointed. And they're not anointed because they're not spending time in his presence. Look, if you want to be effective in God's kingdom, 
my challenge to you is to get into God's presence. Seek his presence. Draw close to him. Find out what he has in store for you. Seek out the presence of God. Seek out what he has in store for you. Legitimately, specifically request the presence of God to show up in your life. Request him to be there and to show you and to open your eyes and open your heart so that you can see and feel and acknowledge when he's moving and what he's doing and and that his presence is living in your lives. See, so many times we want to see God move in the world around us. We, we want to see the earth shake and, and tears being shed. And I, I wonder how many times, how, how much of that comes from a desire to be known rather than to get to know the king. And even how much of it comes from a desire to make him known rather than for us to get to know the king in the first place. And I think that's where we drop the ball so many times. I think in our own personal lives, you know, we want to see God move and we want to see awesome things. I um, mean, we want to see his name be made known on this earth. That's literally our calling. But look, you can't give away what you don't have. I'll say it again. You cannot give away what you don't have. And if you don't have the presence of God living in your life, you're never going to see people experience that presence either. The presence of God is something so incredible. And in the presence of his Holy Spirit, it begs for our praise. It begs for our praise and our worship rather than just purely entertainment, rather than just a fun time to hang out with people. And that's never going to happen unless we're willing to walk in his presence every single day. And in the book of Exodus, this is a lot of where um, this whole idea has has spawned from. In the book of Exodus, chapter 33, Moses is talking to God himself. Um, and it's so cool that he's just got this like face-to-face with God. And I think that's so awesome. But I also want to just side note, this is totally free for you guys. You have the opportunity to get face-to-face with God as well. We've got his word. I've got a bunch of bookmarks hanging out of mine right now where I've marked passages where God is speaking to me. And I can open that up and I can see God is speaking directly to me um, through his word. We have a a direct line of communication with him so we can be in his presence and have face-to-face conversation with him anytime that we need to. But in verse 14 um, in Exodus chapter 33, Um, God replied to Moses and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. In verse 15, this is very important. Verse 15, if your presence does not go, Moses responded to him, don't make us go up from here. If your presence doesn't go, don't make us go up from here. I wonder how many times we move and we do things without the presence of God. And I wonder how many of us are just totally lacking in that area. How many of us are just totally lacking in in having the presence of God living in our lives? How many of us are are just not even in tune with what the Holy Spirit is doing? And look, I'm not saying this like I'm perfect and I've got it all figured out. Trust me, man, I, I, I am far from figuring it all out. I can promise you that. But I do know one thing. I know that every single day I'm yearning. I'm trying, I'm praying, I'm asking God to fill me up with his presence and to show me more of who he is each and every day. And sometimes, man, I I just don't feel it. But we're getting ready to do a song. It's called Waymaker, and the bridge of that song says, um, even if I don't see it, he's working. Even if I can't feel it, 
He's working. As long as we put our hearts in the right position and we say, God, fill us up with your Holy Spirit. Fill us up so that we can be poured out and let us live from the overflow of the Holy Spirit filling us up each and every day. That is when we are effective in the kingdom. So my challenge is, are you living in the presence of God? Are you living with the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life? And I, I love that video, and I love all the words that were said. And like uh, again, I could dissect that video, and we could go off on a million different tangents about it. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is that everything we do for Him should come from our relationship with Him. Everything we do for Him should come from our relationship with Him. Are you living your life are you living your life from the overflow of the Holy Spirit? Man, I pray that you guys can can just be filled up with the Holy Spirit. I pray that he would use you in mighty ways, and I pray that you would rest in his presence because it's promised to us. It is not going away. God's presence is here. His Holy Spirit is living on this earth, and man, I am so thankful for that, and I'm so thankful that we have the ability to communicate with him, um, to talk to him, and to live with his Holy Spirit in our lives. Man, it's such a cool opportunity, but so many people are missing the mark. Myself included, man, I have missed it for so many years. I have been so absent from living with the Holy Spirit and just focusing on what I have to do week to week and day to day to to fulfill my quote-unquote calling to ministry. Look, my calling of ministry, it only came after Jesus saved my soul. I'll say that one more time. My calling to ministry only came after Jesus saved my soul. So if you feel like you're called to ministry, but you know your soul is not saved, maybe that's something we need to get in check. Let's live in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Man, I, I thank you guys so much for tuning into this podcast. Again, I'm so sorry that it's been such a long time. Um, I love doing this, and I love being able to share my heart. This is such a cool outlet, um, and Mike is on X60 right now, and everybody's busy with their summertime, so you know, you may just get a couple of podcasts that's just me, um, and I hope that's okay, uh, but we will have some guests coming back, and we'll have some things in store for you, especially once August rolls around and summer slows down, and, and we got some things uh, in the works, and it, it's going to be really, really cool, so I'm excited for it, man. I'm excited for what's ahead for this Plugged In podcast, and I'm excited to hang out with all of you guys, whether you're a parent listening, a student from Harvest, or whatever it is, and I'm just excited to get back into this with you guys and, and to, to have this outlet to share and and to, to communicate with you guys. If you don't mind, go ahead and just uh, follow this podcast on whatever you're listening to it on, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever it might be. Follow this podcast and uh, stay tuned for more episodes coming because I promise you they are coming. I just don't know when to be <laughs> to be completely frank with you, but it's going to be fun no matter what, and I appreciate you guys tuning in. Well, look, I love you. Jesus loves you, and we'll see you all again on the next one. Peace out.